my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am Father Anil Polumari. I am an international priest from India. I am the oldest with six brothers and one sister in the family. My parents and my brothers work and farm. As child, I had a deep desire to the priesthood. Since nine years, I am working as priest. I am glad to work as parochial vicar of St. Raphael the Archangel Parish. The learning in the Diocese of Green Bay will be useful for my future ministry in India. There is a humorous story about two explorers who were on a jungle safari. Suddenly, a ferocious lion jumped in front of them. Keep calm, the first explorer whispered. Remember what we read in that book on wild animals? If you stand perfectly still and look the lion in the eye, he will turn and run. Sure, replied his companion. You have read the book and I have read the book. But has the lion read the book? <laughs> Everything that has a beginning will have an end. There is a time to come and a time to go, says the preacher. There is a time to start and a time to end, whether we want it or not. We can therefore say that nothing is permanent. It is only in God that this logic becomes lame because there is no demarcation between the beginning and the end in God. For this reason, the book of Revelation tells us that He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The end of the time is one phenomenon that is unsetting for many people. Many people are so troubled by it that they become paranoid. There were a list of failed predictions about the end of the world, but we don't want to bother ourselves with that today. The truth is that the world would end, but nobody knows exactly when that will happen. The world began from God and would end in God. Hence, God is the real end, just as is the ideal beginning. We ought to focus on God because the world belongs to him and he alone would determine its end. The first reading today from Prophecy of Malachi 
gives us a clear picture of the end. We learn that the day will come blazing like an oven that will have double effects. On the one hand, it will be a total annihilation for the proud and evildoers. And on the other hand, it will, it will be a glorious moment for those who fear the name of God. Upon them, the sun of justice will shine with its rays of healing. From this narrative, we understand that there are two types of people, those who are proud and do evil and those who fear the name of God. Everyone will receive a reward by this distinction. God always shows his love and mercy to those who fear his name. Fearing the name of God is another way of saying that one obeys him. The gospel reading presents us with a more fearful description of the end of the world. Some people were profanely admiring the temple and all the beautiful accessories. He calls their mind to order and instructs them, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. This statement is a silent way of saying that there will be an end to everything including all the great and beautiful things of the world. The people express their amazement over what they consider impossible, that is the destruction of the temple. There will be destruction and salvation of souls. Let us make a simple analysis of a classroom situation. A teacher says that she is going to set an examination which anyone who reads very well would pass. When one passes, the individual gets promotion to the next class. But anyone who fails repeats the class. In this situation, what should be the concern of a typical student in that class? reading well. Most of us would agree that a serious student will be more concerned about reading well, which will take care of the approaching examination and would ensure success. From the Christian life point of view, one could see that most people are worried about the end of the world instead of being concerned about living good Christian lives. And Paul gave the instruction to the Thessalonians in the second reading about those who conduct their lives idly in a disorderly way. Only those who live disorderly lives are afraid of the end because they do not have good works to show. 
the liturgy of today is not meant to make us fearful about the end which will come at God's own time. It is rather an, an invitation to us to continue to live good lives and bearing good fruits. As we gradually move to the end of the another liturgical semester, let us ask God to give us the grace to be more concerned about living good lives and producing more deserving fruits than looking for signs and wonders, especially about the end. The real end of everything is in God, and if we remain in him, we shall be saved.